first part of his speech that I played, that between 80 and 90% of Canucka-Skan truckers are already poked, which means that in order to have a caravan this huge, the unpoked and poked are standing in solidarity, and nothing can scare a tyrant more than when you've got people who are supposed to be. Here we are. We are live. Because you've been... Bombarded with an Hong Kong, Hong Canadian geese are rolling along. The ship. They're supposed to be as far apart as you could possibly drive them because you've taught them to fear each other. Mm -hmm. They're standing next to each other, holding flags that say "fuck Trudeau" or "let's go Brando," which I love, by the way. <laughs> Fuck Trudeau. And this is what they're doing, and it's coming here next. A fucking man. Yeah. We'll see, man. We'll see. And this is for you. We got a little live stuff carrying on for Terrence Pop, catching the little bits of their live stream as we wind up here and get everything rolling for the show. What? They still have fences around the castle. Yes, they do. They're putting up a wall. Yeah, they're trying to put up an actual wall now, but walls don't work. That's why we, we can't have one at the southern border, but the most yeah. popular president in American history with the lowest fucking approval ratings ever. Ah. Uh, he, yes. I gotta kill a few works. minutes, folks. So. Just not the other. <laughs> we uh, may as well. Here on Don't decide that game. Oh, oh, they're going I off into this. They're going off into the weeds now. All right, we'll check back with them guys later and finish watching the show later. That's the end of it. All right. Gotta get a couple other things up and running here. It is the pre-stream show for the Rogue's Tavern. <clears throat> let's start with... Uh, let's go this one. Got him in Wyoming And he's got a stick Seen him here in other places, out here in the west. Roping cows and branding calves, riding bucket broncs. It's a real joy to see a real cowboy, or even in the honky tonks. Whoopie tie, old cowboy, riding the range. Whoopie tie, Cowboys 
music because that's really all I got here. Another one, carry us through. We got a couple of glitches. We'll deal with some glitches this way. All week long, we've been working hard in the factory or the shipyards. At construction, you are employed. The weekend's here, now you're overjoyed. The thoughts of a boisterous Saturday night. And the girls like the proud. It's the blue collar workers. Moisture Saturday night. A chance to lay off steam. A chance to holler and scream. It's the blue collar workers. Moisture Saturday night. Boisterous Saturday night. Boys not to have, and the girls not to proud. It's the blue collar workers. Boisterous Saturday night. Saturday night. All night long you were singing names, 
was just Saturday night. A chance to let off steam, a chance to holler and scream. Collar workers, boisterous Saturday night. It's the boys not to howl, and the girls not to prowl. It's a blue collar workers, boisterous Saturday night. Alrighty then, we're getting close folks, we're getting really close to, to showtime here. we got a couple of minutes here, we'll just uh, sort of babble along for a moment as I warm up my voice and get everything working. La-ti-dee, la-ti-da, do-re-mi, fa-so-la-ti, it's-a-do, a-deer, a-female, deer, a-ray, a drop of golden sun. Yeah, for some reason that is still in my head all these years later. Yes, it comes from a stupid movie, too, but it's something that was also done. I think I went to choir for like one semester in junior high or something. I'm not a very good singer. I admit that. Those that listen to me sing know I don't sing so well, but I like to think I can, especially when I've had a few beers or a couple of dozen shots of rum, then I can sing like nobody's business. There's nobody with more golden pipes than me at that point in time. Yeah, as everyone's rolling on the floor laughing their asses off. Ha ha ha, ho ho ho, hee ha, ho ho ho. Ah, oh, there's nobody here but me anyway, so it may be just me listening to myself on this show. Yippee skippy doo, I'll be all by my lonesome tonight. All be me me little lonesome. It is what it is. It is what it is. We move it along, we make fun of it all, and we just sort of have our fun in the sun moments. <clears throat> got some interesting stuff for you tonight. Going to cover a few interesting things on prepping and other miscellaneous stuff, and then I'm just going to dive down whatever rabbit holes I collected and try to make this show as good as it can be. All right, well, with all of that being said, I think we're close enough to showtime where we can have a little music to carry us right up to live. These are the days of thunder. We're gonna make time stand still. A quarter after midnight, and I'm watching the wall. Choking off our air We need to grab some lightning 
to survive These are the days of thunder We're gonna make time stand still We gotta feel the hunger Folks, it is time. Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, wherever you happen to be hiding out there on the globe today. Coming to you direct from the Brewery Overlook in beautiful Victoria, British Columbia, Canada. It is episode 59 of Tavern Talk at the Rogues Tavern. And tonight's show, Canadian geese are honking, honking, honking. Times are definitely changing, so I suggest that you... Come on in, out of the dark, settle down by the fire, have a drink, and fall down some rabbit holes with us. Tonight we're going to be talking about some prepping, big Canadian convoy of Canadian geese honking along. One thing you don't want to ever do is piss off a Canadian goose, and I really think that our government has pissed off the Canadian geese right now. We are just having a grand old time with it. Before I get too much into all of that wonderful stuff and down all those rabbit holes, I really think we've got to take our moment, have our spirituality moment, think a little bit, pull directly from the 1973 edition of the King James Version Bible. Tonight we have from Revelations. I've been in Revelations an awful lot in the last few months. Seems I just can't get away from Revelations. Every time I'm looking for something, I end up in Revelations. Hmm, wonder why. Could be the warnings of the Bible. <clears throat> Tonight, though, it's chapter 7, verse 1 to 17. And after these things I saw four angels standing on the four corners of the earth, holding the four winds of the earth, that the wind should not blow on the earth, nor on the sea, nor on any tree. And I saw another angel ascending from the east, having the seal of the living God. And he cried with a loud voice to the four angels, to whom it was given to hurt the earth and the sea, saying, Hurt not the earth, neither the sea, nor the trees, till we have sealed the servants of our God in their foreheads. And I heard the number of them that were sealed, and that were sealed in a hundred and forty-four and four thousand of all the tribes of the children of Israel. Of the tribe of Judah were sealed twelve thousand. Of the tribe of Reuben were sealed twelve thousand. Of the tribe of Gad were sealed twelve thousand. Of the tribe of Aser 
Usser or Usser were sealed 12,000 of the tribe of the Nephilim were sealed 12,000 of the tribe of Manasseris were sealed 12,000 of the tribe of Simone were sealed 12,000 of the tribe of Levi were sealed 12,000 of the tribe of Isaacachar were sealed 12,000 of the tribe of Zabalon were sealed 12,000 of the tribe of Joseph were sealed 12,000 of the tribe of Benjamin were sealed 12,000 after this I beheld and lo a great multitude which no man could number of all the nations and kindreds and people and tongues stood before the throne before the lamb clothed with their white robes and palms in their hands and I cried with a loud voice saying salvation to our God which sitteth upon the throne and unto the lamb and all the angels stood round about the throne about the elders and the four beasts and fell before the throne on their faces and worshiped God saying amen blessing and glory and wisdom and thanksgiving and honor and power and might be unto our God forever and ever amen and one of the elders answered saying unto me what are these which are arrayed in white robes and whence came thee and I said unto him, Sir, thou knowest. And he said to me, they, These are they which came out of the great tribulation, and have washed their robes, and have made them white in the blood of the Lamb. Therefore are they before the throne of God, and serve him day and night in his temple. And he that sitteth on the throne shall dwell among them. They shall hunger no more, neither thirst any more, neither shall the sun light on them any more, nor any heat. For the Lamb which is in the midst of the throne shall feed them and shall lead them unto the living fountains of waters, and God shall wipe away all the tears from their eyes. Wow, that was an interestingly nasty one. At any rate... I didn't know there were so I didn't know all the different tribe names. There's some interesting tribe names. I didn't know Nephilim was a tribe of Israel. Nor, well, I knew Levi, but there's another one there. What was it? Simon and um I Isachar? Isachar? Yeah, that's a it's interesting. So basically, you know, we got 144,000, but they only they only mentioned 144,000 here, but then at the very end they mention a shitload of others. A boatload with no numbers. All the people that passed through the tribulations. Maybe we're in the tribulations. Who the hell knows? We just know that life isn't very good at the moment. And it is challenging as fuck. And it's going to be challenging as fuck for quite some time to come. So I suggest everyone buckle down. Get their challenging done. And just settle right into everything we got to do. Now we do have a special video today. Unfortunately it's in Spanish. But watch the... Uh, Watch the credits here, or the uh, words on it. You'll just find it funny as hell. Let us go. Actually, I think, I, I think I'll read it out just to make it a little more entertaining. Let's start that over again. All right. 
So they banned all the truckers in Canada from crossing the border without a vaccine passport. So the truckers rebel, start organizing a massive convoy to Ottawa. Trudeau is shitting his pants and tells everyone he took COVID tests, but it came back negative. Instead of lying and saying it's positive. <laughs> yeah. He tells them it's negative. He tells them it's negative. Now he tells the truth. Now he tells the truth. Yeah, that's actually funny. At the stupidest fucking time, he tells the truth. If it's negative, you literally do nothing. So now the truckers are coming to rip his dick off. And he needs a reason to hide. From his negative test. So he tells everyone he was around someone who had it. But we know sex dolls can't get COVID. <laughs> that was actually funny. So now he says he's isolating for five days in the same house as the sex doll that tested positive to cause his negative. <laughs> While the truckers protest against absurd mandates. while imposing an absurd mandate on himself. <laughs> there you go. There's our special video for today. As funny as it is, I thought it was amusing. But then again, I'm easily amused. So what the hell? <clears throat> All right. Let's go dive down a couple of things here. Before we dive into it, let's talk about a little bit of freedom. Once upon a time, we live free. This article here is mostly about the U.S. And, uh, but there are issues here in Canada with it too. These are modern laws that our grandfathers and great-grandfathers would have gone to jail for. Raw milk. Hell, I'd go to jail for it, man. I used to get raw milk when I was a kid. We used to get, we used to get milk directly from the dairy down the street. It was really good, I think. I don't remember, I was pretty young. But you know, they could sell their raw milk to anyone. Outhouses, I didn't, know, I didn't know it was illegal in almost all the states in the Union to actually build an outhouse. You have to build a composting toilet in a special thing. I, I don't think it's completely legal in Canada because there's one guy I follow on YouTube that he basically builds an outhouse for his place. He's completely off the grid and he's got an outhouse. Tent and RV living, now this one's shitty. If you own property, you can't put an RV on your own property and live in that RV for any length of time longer than two weeks. That's downright shitty. Minimum square foot requirements. I've heard about this. This happens in a lot of towns and cities and everywhere else. You, if you build something, it's got to meet a minimum square foot. You know, like the town might say, oh, it must be 1,500 square feet as the minimum. You can't build anything smaller than that. Minimum land acreage and utility, utility hookups. You got to hook up to utilities. A mobile age home. Keeping livestock. Now, I know about this one in many areas. You know, it's like the place I live uh, where, where the oasis is at, you know, if you had chickens, they were illegal chickens, but they recently changed the bylaw, and you're not allowed. You're not allowed roosters. Swing sets. Now this goes for homeowners associations. Never, ever, ever, ever buy property in a homeowners association. You will get fucked, and you will get fucked hard because there's always some do-gooder, 
Fucking Karen who wants to tell you how to live your life. It's bad enough they have a bunch of rules written down about what color your house has to be and how long your grass can be and what you can grow in the front yard and the backyard. You can't have clotheslines, etc., etc. Same with smoking. They tell you you can't smoke. You know, if you happen to be a smoker, I don't smoke anymore, but still, you know, you might want to. Clotheslines, as we just mentioned, exterior paint, home businesses, you know, what you can and can't do in your home. Old glory, you know, flying an American flag in some of these places they can't even fly American flags. Parking shit on your own property, you know, shingles, hedges, ferns, you know, or you know, what you gotta do. It's like some of this shit is just downright fucking insane. Our world has gone full on retard, man. Everyone wants to tell everyone else how to live their life. Downright stupid and insane. Alright. Let's get into how to maintain some things and preps and other stuff you'll want to do and things you want to do for your garden. Now here's something I've been doing is how to maintain your asparagus bed. Now if you don't have asparagus, if you don't like asparagus, well tough you. I love asparagus. It's one of my favorite veggies. I, I hardly ever buy it because it's always so bloody expensive. I can understand why it's expensive now after growing it. It takes two years just to establish it so you can actually harvest it and then you only get a short window of harvesting and you can't harvest you can harvest you can't harvest too much you gotta let some of it grow so that the roots stay strong at any rate this has got some life here it tells you this is a nice article describing what you need to do for your bed how to prepare it for winter how to uh, insulate the bed against winter um, you know keep it well maintained and just grow it one to your soil pH you know, um, cover it in a cover crop, or not a cover crop, but uh, mulch in the winter. Um, make sure the soil pH isn't too high or too, ho too low. You know, feeding and fertilizing the asparagus. Don't chew it up too, don't dig too deep when you go into it because you don't want to damage the crowns. Better yet, don't even dig. What you do is what I'll do this next year is I will throw compost right on top of it and then I'll probably cover it with uh, straw and then let the worms do their work for the winter. You know, they'll bring all that shit down into the soil. Literally, shit. Not human shit, mind you, but shit, nonetheless. Composted, compost manure. All right, <clears throat> let's see here. All right, got an article here. This one is not good for us, folks. You've heard us talk about on the show a few times about the fertilizer issues that are coming. You know, <coughs> fertilizer is skyrocketing in price through the roof. <coughs> it's costing 10 times as much for fertilizer now as it did a year ago. This is going to mean that a lot of a lot of farmers <coughs> are not going to be able to plant as many crops because they can't afford fertilizer for it because <coughs> they won't get the return on the crops to justify the fertilizer. And a lot of people don't realize how much fertilizer is used to get all those crops you buy in the grocery store, which is why you need to be growing your own food because you can do a much better job of it. And it needs to be said and done that um, it's uh, just what you want to do. You want to make sure. Hang on a sec. I just realized I forgot something here. There we go. That'll fix that. 
supposed to be the Rogue's Tavern, not WPPluginsAZ.com. All right. So you'll want to know about this. A fertilizer plant in North Carolina caught fire. This means there's going to be a shortage of fertilizer coming out of that plant, which means fertilizer prices are going to go high. I don't know how big a fertilizer plant it was and how much it provided. They don't state that in the article. But the fact that a fertilizer plant has gone up in flames means they're not going to be producing fertilizer in the near future. And the farmers need fertilizer in the next two months because they will be starting to plant their crops and fields in March, April, and they'll need to be putting fertilizer down at that time for the plants. So this is going to be a problem. And I haven't looked to see if other plants have caught fire, which I'm willing to bet they did because same sort of thing happened when the uh, wood shortage, when we had a mass number of, uh, of uh, wood factories, um, uh, lumber producing mills that uh, caught fire, strangely. You know, strange as that was, which what part of what shot the prices up and up and up. At any rate, it is important. You want to chase down this rabbit hole if you're interested. If you're not interested, just take my word for it and uh, make sure you're growing your own crops and preparing your own fields that you need in your own yards to provide the food you and your family is going to need to survive. All right. Stocking, stocking, storage, and preps. Here's a good article from Ask a Prepper. Uh, let's see, I need to clear out some stuff here. While that loads up. Loading, 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 get the doggies loading. Right. Okay, sealed foods that last pretty much forever. Nothing lasts forever, but some of them last an extremely long time, 25, 30 years. You know, I'm putting away food now that will still be good when I pass away in 40 years, you know. It's, it'll be there for my great-grandkids. I'll be able to open it up and go, huh, grandfather did this. I wonder, should we eat it? Uh, maybe. All right. <clears throat> so here's some foods they're talking about. Baking soda. If you keep this dry and sealed, it will last forever. Grains. Many grains, if you, if you package them properly, dried, sealed, vacuum sealed, and oxygen, oxygen absorbers, they will last for 20 years, 30 years. Some of they found grains in the Egyptian tombs that were still good. So they can last forever, pretty much forever. Um, popcorn, another grain. Pasta in a bucket. Pasta is an interesting one because, you know, you buy it from the store. It's in those packages, the cellophane wraps or in a box, well, you have to repackage them to get them to last more than a couple of years. And you package them in buckets with oxygen absorbers with the buckets that got good seals on them and they seal up and you'll be good. You know, I've been doing some of that myself. Salt, well, we already know salt lasts forever, as long as it doesn't get wet. As long as it never gets wet, salt will last you forever, literally. And salt is something that you do need for multiple reasons. One, to preserve your food. The other, to flavor your food. You know, and the other because if you don't get salt in your body, you will die. Cane sugar, salt, cane sugar, again, it's another natural preservative. You can use it to preserve your foods, protect your foods. But again, you just got to keep it dry. Beans, 
Yeah, beans can last pretty much forever for edible. As they age, they'll lose some of their potency, but they'll still be something that will provide you nutrition, dense nutrition. Beans have a lot of dense nutrition in them, especially certain beans like um, black-eyed peas are one that I know are very dense, nutrient-dense. So are lentils. They're nutrient-dense. Nutrient and you'll want beans like that. <clears throat> Basically, store your favorite beans, but also store a few of the oddball ones, the ones that are nutrient-dense and you're not, might, not your favorite. Just mix them with your favorites to get that extra nutrient punch. Honey, well, we already know honey lasts forever. They found honey in the Egyptian tubes that was still edible. And I know myself from my storage of honey, it lasts a long time. Now, the one problem with honey is it will crystallize after a period of time, which is not a big problem. Basically, all you do if it crystallizes is you put it in warm water, you put the jar in warm water for it, let it sit in there, it'll turn back to liquid honey and be just fine. Maple syrup, again, lasts forever. Powdered milk, you can store it for 20 years or more. I'm going to be experimenting. It's like the Oasis now has its own freeze dryer, and I'm going to be experimenting with freeze drying milk to create my own powdered milk and see how it is. Because powdered milk, if you've ever gone to buy it, it's freaking expensive as hell just downright ludicrous in what it's cost is if I can make my own powdered milk and have my own instant milk and have it so I can last for 25 years in storage I'm gonna do it because I can probably create powdered milk at a tenth or a hundredth of the cost of what it costs in the grocery store for it cocoa Freeze-dried coffee. I should try making some of this. You know, I don't drink coffee, but I can make up coffee and I can freeze-dry it and I can have my own freeze-dried coffee to sell to people. That's kind of a cool idea. I mean, I am experimenting with freeze-drying fruit and powderizing fruit. And there's going to be a new product available from the tavern called Instant Smoothies, which is basically the freeze-dried fruit, sometimes mixed freeze-dried fruits mixed with... Uh, uh, spinach or kale or some other green in it to give it extra extra potency you know I'm gonna be experimenting with those we'll see how people like it I'm hoping that they do and it's something that I'm looking forward to trying tea coffee tea will keep a very long time if you store it properly soy sauce again another item that stores a very very long time all right all right here you go investing for preppers this is something you want to look at. These are things that won't lose value in a crisis. 12 different things you can invest in that do not lose value. And this is not, this is not your typical gold, silver, stocks, bonds, you know, whatever. This is other stuff. Stuff that you will need. You know, so forgotten areas. A lot of people don't think about it. Gold and silver is important. You must have some. You know, you don't always have to have gold, but have silver. Because one of the most interesting things, if the world goes to shit and our financial system collapses, which it's always on the verge of doing, and the banks go away and cash as we know it, which is the green bills in Canada, they're made out of plastic. In the States, they're made out of fiber. At any rate, the coins and the, the, coins and the bills, they have literally no value, folks no value whatsoever the only value they have is the value people give them the belief that they will are valuable in some way shape or form so you want something real like gold and silver if you get a whole bunch of pre-1964 coins from canada to the united states what's known as junk silver coins and just keep them 
if the world goes to shit, you can pull those out. People will accept those for their value because they are mostly silver and they can be about value. Land and, you know, hopefully you can get some land now. If you can't, well, you're kind of screwed. Nothing I can do about that. You know, not everyone gets the opportunity to get land or can afford land because land can be expensive depending on where you are. Some places it's dirt cheap for reasons. Food. This is a big one. Stockpile food. And stockpile lots of food. You know, food is an investment. The food that I the food that I filled my pantries up last year is already worth 40% more than what I what I paid for it last year. I've I've been I, I keep my pantry fully stocked. And I was shopping this last week and there's stuff that I bought like 2 months ago that has gone up 25%. Things that were cost me $10 a, a few weeks ago now cost $12. That's a 20% increase right there. You know, it's it's downright crazy. And it's across the board everywhere. So the food that I've paid for already, I've made money on that food because I don't have to buy it again. I just got to keep my stock up. So you want to do that so that you save money on it. A business, creating a business of uh, somewhere at home, something you can do. Skills are always a good one. If you know how to fix shit, you will always be in demand. If you know how to grow shit, you'll be in demand. If you have chickens and eggs, you'll always be in demand. Alcohol, if you know how to make alcohol, that's a good one. I have yet to learn that skill. I've got to make alcohol. You know, Or you can buy it and stock up on it because people will always have their vices. The world goes to shit they will still want to get drunk. The world goes to shit, they will still want their cigarettes. Proof of that is the alcoholics and the drug addicts who will forego everything for their next booze hit. <clears throat> People will do that. So alcohol, tobacco, coffee. This is an interesting one. I stock coffee in my in my uh, in my in my preps, but I don't drink the stuff. I got it there for other reasons. And because it's well packaged, it'll last for decades. So when the time comes, uh, if the if the time comes, I'm praying the time never comes. You know, I'll be able to use it for barter and trade, because there's coffee drinkers out there that will lose their mind once they're no longer getting their coffee. Ammunition. Now this one's an interesting one. Now I've seen a few things. You know, I think we've talked about on the show when Amber is on the show. We've talked about the fact that we listened to a book called One Second After. You know, it talks about what would happen if we actually had an EMP hit and the kind of damage it will do to North America and how people will survive and what they'll have to do to survive. Well, in it, he covers some things in there that initially I hadn't thought of. I think about them all the time now ever since I listened to that book. And uh, ammunition, and we're not talking your big bore ammunition. We're talking 22 bullets. You know, you can do a lot of damage with 22 bullets. You can bring down a deer with a 22 if you're a good enough shot. But the thing about 22s is that's the ammo that's used for small game killing. For hunting small game. Rabbits, squirrels, you know, uh, birds. And without damaging them so much that there's nothing left to eat on them. So, 22 ammunition is a big one. Gasoline, this one's kind of a difficult one to store. You know... I know, I know I've used gasoline that's as old as three and four years and more. I was a, I'm, I'm still an automotive mechanic, but uh, when I was full in the industry, in the automotive industry, 
I used to do work with, with wrecking yards and they would have gas sitting in tanks for years and you pour it out, separate the water, get the gasoline, and you still burn it. Uh, sometimes you have to mix it with fresh gasoline so it burns better, but gasoline can be used. It's just not as easy a thing. Toilet paper. Now, the beginning of the pandemic, scamdemic, this crap world we started in two years ago, it proved how much people suddenly thought about toilet paper when the store shelves were stripped of every fucking roll of toilet paper within like three days. You know, they left behind all the beans and everything else, but they got toilet paper. Some people walking out of the store with like, you know, 10 year supply of toilet paper for their household, <laughs> thinking they were going to make a shitload of money selling it. So toilet paper is one. So the thing is, though, there's lots of alternatives to toilet paper. Tons of alternatives to toilet paper. Corn cobs are one, but that's hard on the ass, though. Ah, gonna get cornholed today. Ah. Seed, you know, you want to have seed on hand, and you want to learn how to collect seed. Now, collecting seed is not as easy as you might think. I've been practicing it now for a couple of years. I've been fairly successful with it, but there are some plants that you want to plant every year that don't produce seed every year. Take for instance, if you like carrots and you can grow carrots and you buy all your carrot seed, well, you got to make sure one, you've gotten heritage seed so that the plants growing up will produce seed that you can use. Thing is with carrots though, is they don't produce seed their first year. They produce carrots their first year. You got to leave them in the ground and let them grow the second year to get seed the next year. You only get seed every two years from carrots. So you'd have to actually plan for that. You know, your first year, you could get a few carrots. You gotta leave a few carrots in the ground to make sure for seed, let them go to seed. And if you don't have any seed to plant for your carrots the next year, you're screwed. And you gotta wait for those carrots to harvest and produce the seed and then collect the seed and dry it. And then you can plant the carrots for the following year. So, in, and what you'll have to do after that is you got to start a, a continuous line. You got to have a row that these are the carrots for seed next year, these are the carrots I eat, and you got to leave a row for carrots for seed for the following year. So, you have to make sure that got to go into the plan. And there's a lot of plants that do that. Cabbage does that, cauliflower, cauliflower does that. The cabbage, I got lucky last year. I tried to overwinter some cabbage plants. Well, I tried to finish them off in the greenhouse, but they didn't do that. They actually went to seed on me, so I just overwintered them and put them out in the spring and then I harvested cabbage seed. It's been kind of, that was kind of cool and they're actually growing this year. But it's interesting how what it takes to do all this. So you'll want to make sure you've got that done. Alright, so we got some health prep here too. Here's some health prep for you. <coughs> got the Rona folks. Got the Rona. <coughs> oh my god. It's catching up to me. No it's not. Bullshit. I just got a lingering cough from having been sick earlier this month or last month. It's now February 1st. We're already into the second month of 2022. Maybe 2022 will move along and we will have a good year. Don't, don't hold your fucking breath. It's going to be a shite year. I had high hopes last year when it started and then it just went right to shit. All right, these are remedies using your socks. These are things that help you help you feel better, sleep better, boost your immunity, all kinds of things. You need cotton socks, wool socks, a towel, a warm foot bath, and you gotta actually go to bed with wet feet, which is kind of counterintuitive. When I read this, it's like go to bed with wet feet. You're getting your feet wet, but you're you're putting on you're putting on wet cotton socks 
and then dry wool socks. So you initially have wet feet, and then you have wet feet, but warm wet feet. And it's really kind of interesting. You know, <coughs> supposedly, let's see what we got here. Yeah, the wet cotton sock hanging. <coughs> you got to have a pair of cotton socks, thick wool socks, a towel, warm bath, and then you warm your feet in a hot tub of water, dry them off, put on your night gear. You got to have your feet warm. You can't have cold feet when doing this. You must have warmed your feet up. You soak a pair of socks in cold water completely. You wring them out thoroughly so they don't drip. Put the cold, wet socks on your feet, and you cover the wet cotton socks with a pair of dry wool socks, and you go to bed immediately and cover yourself extremely well, and you keep the socks on overnight. When you wake up, you'll see that your socks are dry. Well, yes, they would be because it evaporates. And it supposedly helps with chronic conditions such as arthritic pain, nerve pain, inflammation, muscular soreness, and minor, mild bone spurs. You know, you can also add apple cider vinegar to it. Make an apple cider vinegar one. It's supposed to relieve cough and cold symptoms. You know, um, another one in here is the onion one. This one is for cough and cold symptoms and also to help build your immune system. You take a sock, nice dry sock, and you cut an onion slice and you stuff it in your sock on your heel and you go to bed with onions in your socks. Supposedly, you know, this is a big thing once upon a time. Alrighty. Ten cent medicine that every prepper should have in their home. This one's pretty much straightforward. This just reminds you you need to have ibuprofen. Acetaminophen, ibuprofen. You want both. Not everyone can take ibuprofen. Not everyone can take Tylenol or acetaminophen. But you want to have a decent stock of them. You got to remember, folks, that those expiration dates on those pills is just a suggestion for the most part. Those are valid. They're, they're, they're still potent for several years past those dates. All right. Other tips. 30 primitive skills everyone should know. Not just preppers, but everyone should know some of these primitive skills. If you can't do them all, they suggest send number 7 and 9. But I suggest number 1, how to build a fire. Number 2, how to survive a night in the wilderness. Number 3 how to use basic tools. I suggest that one be a big one for you is learn to use basic tools. And the other one is how to purify water. There's lots of ways to purify water without all the fancy water purifiers like Berkeley and everyone else. There's lots of ways you can do it with just the stuff in your own yard. You know, all you need is charcoal, sand, gravel, a few things like that to build them. Now you've got some lots of ways to do them. You know, Make raised bed. Now they suggest number seven, how to hunt. Yes, I highly recommend it because hunting's not easy. Yes, anyone who's followed me the last two years knows I've gone hunting for two seasons in a row and basically I've gotten squat because I don't truly know how to hunt. You know, it takes, it's a skill. It's a skill to learn. You have to learn how to track. You have to learn how to figure out where the animals are. It's not so much as I go to the forest and just shoot something. It doesn't work that way. You know, make a spear, make a sling, sharpen tools, how to fish. Now, I do know how to fish. That one I do know how to do. And I proved that one not too long ago. I've gone fishing and got something. How to butcher animals. You should know how to butcher animals. That's another skill that I'm still working on. Never got to do it when I was younger. And, of course, they suggest number 19, which is how to sew. 
Now I know how to do that one too. You know, how to make medicines from plants. I'm working on this one. I used to be really good at it, but I've forgotten how to do it. So I'm relearning all that skills. So these are some good things to know. You want to look at this list and see how much you know, how much you need to learn, and what is highly important to you or what you might be more susceptible to. All right. One other tip here, we'll cover this, and then we're going to go diving down some rabbit holes, just because I feel like hitting rabbit holes early in the show. All right, survival bread from pine bark. Everybody lives near pine trees, and virtually every pine tree is edible. Everything except the outside bark. Pine trees are high in vitamin C and other nutrition. But you can peel a pine tree, <coughs> collect the innards, dry it, pulverize it, mix it with some flour. You can basically extend out your flour and have a, I don't know how it's going to taste. I'm going to have to try this. I'm going to have to go out and harvest myself some pine, dehydrate it, and uh, grind it up and then see... <laughs> how it goes into bread because I've never made pine bread you know they tell you how much to do in this they tell you how much you need how to mix it in um, <clears throat> what the process is for drying the bread drying it out how to grind it up you know you probably you know shit hits the fan you won't have a uh, food processor to grind it up you'll have to do it the manual way with a stone and anvil <clears throat> But you want to go no you want to go no more than 40% bark flour to 60% other flour ratio. Now that other flour they don't spe specify what the other flour is. The other flour could be acorn flour. If you've got acorn trees around you or, or oak trees where you can gather acorns and grind those up and turn those into a flour. Or <clears throat> good. Got to get the frogs out of my mouth. Or you if you've got an area where cattails grow, you can harvest the cattail roots we've discussed on this show before and grind those up into a flower. Or you can grow something like uh, Jerusalem artichoke or sunchoke as it's known and grind that up into flour. So there's lots of flower alternatives than wheat flour. Lots of other flower alternatives you can grow yourself. Wheat flour is the best, you know, it, it gives you the soft, tasty flavor. But if you don't have it, you don't have it and you still want breads, hey. Corn, corn flour, so hey, because they just say 40% bark flour, 60% other flour. So you can survive. There's lots of ways in this world to survive. All right, let's see what we got. I think I need to take a bit of a break here and go drain my little bitty bladder and top up my drink. I'll be right back. Yeah. 
just dive right into it I should have got myself a honking uh, clip but what the hell shut up already it's science Let's go diving down the rabbit hole of the Wuhan flu, the Rona, the COVID-19, the inevitable jab, the vaccine, all the words I can't say on YouTube, which is why I'm here on Odyssey, because I can say all those words and be just good with it. All right, let's start off with a couple of random things here first. We've got going on here. First off, <clears throat> this one here is kind of interesting to me. Vaccine nerve damage. Now, there's some stuff going on around about it, and I'm willing to bet that vaccines are causing nerve damage. But can you help yourself with a homegrown molecule called 
Sophoraprane. Sophoraprane. You can grow this yourself. It turns out that it is in almost all sprouts, but in particular, broccoli sprouts. All crucifer cruciferous vegetables, but the highest concentrations in broccoli sprouts. <clears throat> so basically, you just need a bunch of broccoli seeds and a jar with a screen on it in seven days. And you can have your own broccoli sprouts. Now, we haven't covered growing, um, we might have covered growing sprouts in here. I grow sprouts from time to time. My problem is, is I, I'm between two places here at the Oasis and, and or not here, here, here at the Brewery Overlook and up at the Oasis. I, I'm between the two of them and I'm not, I'm not there on a continuous basis of seven days because it takes seven days to grow sprouts. And you got to watch them each and every day. And I'm going to start growing. I'm going to start carrying the jars back and forth with me just so I can grow sprouts because I love fresh sprouts. And I've got all kinds of seed from it, from broccoli to, you can do it with onions. You can do it with anything you've got seed for. You can grow sprouts. And sprouts are very tasty in sandwiches and salads and everything else. And to find out that it produces a molecule that will help my health, Okay, well, I think I need to start growing my sprouts. I'll Probably I'll start this week because all my sprouting jars are located uh, up at the Oasis. And I'll just carry them back and forth. And wherever I happen to be when they're ripe, that's when I will start eating them. <laughs> sprouts are good for you. Another thing that's happening, the big die-off is here. For those of you that haven't heard or haven't been paying attention to the news and other aspects, um, I think we covered it an episode or so back is that life insurance companies in France are denying payouts to people who have taken the vaccine because they are telling them it was suicide. Because one of the possible side effects of taking the vaccine is death. And if people die after they take the vaccine, well, that's suicide. You took something that could kill you, therefore it's suicide and we're not gonna pay it because you're your life insurance policy doesn't cover suicide, which almost none of them do. And it's been upheld in the courts there, which I thought was just fantastic as hell because that tells you exactly what the money people think about the vaccine <clears throat> if they won't cover. At any rate, this one here is another one of another insurance company that I hadn't heard about. It's the Dutch insurer, like the other ones I'd heard about was American Insurance Company. Um, something life one of the largest insurance companies in the world has had a 200 plus percent increase in death payouts this year this is another insurance company Agon its third quarter payouts skyrocketed 258 percent third quarter of 2021 that's the last three months of 2021 folks that's after millions of people have gotten the vaccine and they've started dying Death insurance payouts is facts, folks. This is hard facts. I don't care what the website is this comes from. Like this website can be kind of sketchy sometimes, but sometimes they come out with stuff that this is undeniable stuff and you can go look them up. Two thirds of its business in the United States. Third quarter, 111 million up from 31 million a year earlier. This never happens in insurance companies. Insurance companies, 
they know exactly how people are going to die. They know the average age of death in every category out there. They have death tables because they're betting. They're making a bet that you're going to live long enough to pay more money on that insurance than they will pay out if you die. That's their bet is that you're going to live long enough. Otherwise, they charge you a higher premium betting because you're because you're making the world you're making the weirdest bet in the world with the insurance company you're betting you're gonna die before you pay them too much money so they have to pay your estate or your your heirs or whoever is beneficiary in your life insurance. they have to pay your beneficiary a large chunk of money so it's kind of a weird thing but this die-off is here and it's happening and I'm starting to see more and more of these reports all over the place you know, expecting millions to die. And so expect insurance companies to start. Well, when it, when insurance companies, it, life insurance companies start going bankrupt, you know, there's a problem. The life insurance companies, there's life insurance companies that didn't even go bankrupt during World War Two. You know, when millions of people died. So this is going to be interesting. All right. We need to dive into the Canadian aspects of the Rona, the most recent aspect of the Rona. Who the fuck would have thought that Canada was going to lead the way in protests? Okay. Here's the thing from our illustrious prime idiot. And to Canadians at home, watching in disgust and disbelief at this behavior, wondering how this could have happened in our nation's capital after everything we've been through together? This is not the story of our pandemic, of our country, of our people. Canada is strong because you are strong. Pendant près de deux ans, les Canadiens ont fait preuve de force, de générosité et de respect. Vous avez démontré votre courage. Vous avez fait d'énormes sacrifices. For nearly two years, you've been there for each other, as neighbors, friends, and fellow Canadians. <coughs> I think of the moms and dads who looked after their families, the kids who stepped up in so many different ways, seniors who stayed strong in our darkest days. I need to stop it right there, man. He's he's going on about random shit. He's been in hiding since the truckers started in towards Ottawa. They arrived there on Saturday, you know, two days before. He's like, oh, my God, I've got the Rona. No, I don't have the Rona. My test says I don't have the Rona. But I'm going to go into hibernation or into isolation. And then uh, I think it was yesterday or today. It's like, oh, I've got the Rona now. Now I've really got to hide thereby proving that his tests are useless and that he's a fucking coward. Didn't want to pay, face all the protesters. And he's called the protesters racist and <clears throat> a minority of uh, Canadians. He's saying that there's a minority doing this and it's not nearly a fucking minority. It's, a, it's starting to become rapidly the majority of Canadians are protesting this. Canadians are finally starting to stand up. And uh, thank God we're finally starting to do that. Let's listen to a little more blathering of bullshit. Throughout our communities who supported our most vulnerable. Frontline workers, from truckers to store clerks, who've kept our shelves stocked and made sure we have food on our tables. 
healthcare heroes who've saved countless lives and continue to do so. We know you're tired, and yet you do not stop. You inspire us. Canadians support you. We're in your corner. All of you, you are the story of this pandemic, not the convoy. Cette pandémie, c'est aussi l'histoire de millions de personnes qui ont fait les bons choix, qui se sont fait vacciner et qui ont fait des sacrifices pour assurer leur sécurité et celle des autres. Je peux vous dire que je vais continuer d'encourager les gens à se faire vacciner, que ce soit pour les doses de rappel ou les vaccins pour les enfants. I don't understand French. He's repeating the rest of it in French for Canadians who we has to he has to say everything in English and French because you know that two-party system. <clears throat> At any rate, so much bullshit from him. All right, let's see what we got here. Here you go. Gaddafi was in denial when his people marched in the street for their freedom after he called them a small fringe minority that doesn't represent the views of Libyans. It's almost like they have the same dictatorship guide to oppressive, marginalized, and shame their their people. So, at any rate, Canadian truckers are making an impact. Let's see what we've got here. We've got some stuff, some more stuff here. Canadian truckers are making an impact on it. This is the Ontario Premier. Well, you know, my message right from the beginning of this pandemic, when it when it came to the truckers, uh, I appreciate everything they've done. I appreciate them bringing health supplies to hospitals, putting food. He appreciates them. He appreciates the truckers. Yes, I appreciate you showing up. But please, please, get the fuck out of my city. You come here, you protest. Now go away. Go away, please. We don't want to talk to you anymore. <clears throat> On the grocery shelves. But there's, there's three things I can't tolerate. Uh, desecration of any war memorials or any memorials. Zero tolerance for that. You know, what, what people have to do... That was so much bullshit. The desecration of memorials and other stuff. That wasn't done by the trucker protests. And then the one thing they bitch about, they bitch about, oh my god, somebody hung a Canadian flag and put a sign on... Um, oh shit, what's his name? The guy who ran across, tried to run across Canada when he was had cancer. Terry Fox, you know, Terry, Terry, Terry something. Terry Fox, yeah, Terry Fox. Tim Fox, Tim Fox, Terry Fox, Terry Fox. Anyway, they bitch about that. It's like, wait a minute, where were you, where were you all bitching when they desecrated all the statues of the founders of Canada? Oh, no, no, no those are okay. Those, those were racist people. Yeah, okay. And the, and the flags <laughs> are waving around is disgusting, in my opinion. Outside of the great... I like that. All the flags they're waving around is disgusting. There was like three Confederate flags in the whole thing, maybe half a dozen, you know, a couple of Nazi flags here and there. It's like, what the fuck are you trying to do? And then it's been semi-proved. It's not been proved, proved, but, you know, there's a lot of circumstantial evidence that those were staged by agent provocateurs. This flag in the world, the Canadian flag. <clears throat> God bless them for waving the Canadian flag. But the other thing is, Folks, there's, there's a million people that live in Ottawa. You know, I, I, I hear you. I hear the protesters. The province hears the protesters. The country hears the protesters. 
Now it's time to let the people in Ottawa get back to their lives. These businesses that have been closed for, for you know, a while now, the restaurants want to reopen. So, you know, I get it. I hear you. But we, we have to let... Well, you know, why don't you just let the restaurants reopen, take away all the fucking mandates, which is what the truckers are asking for. But you, it's like, oh, there's a million people living here. Let them get back to their lives. Why don't you let them get back to their lives by removing all the fucking mandates? Uh, Fucktard. The, the people of Ottawa live their lives. Yeah. Well, you know, my message right from the beginning of this pandemic, when it, when it came to the truckers, uh, I appreciate everything they've done. I appreciate them bringing health supplies to hospitals. Yep, yeah, okay, it's gone on repeat. I like some of the comments, though. Wanting Canadians to get back to their lives is why we're protesting. Drop the mandates. Everyone get back to their lives. It's very simple. What are you not understanding, Drug Ford? He revered his love, referred to his love of the greatest flag in the, in the world, the Canadian flag. Then he should love the trucker protest. Absolutely. It's like these politicians are so fucking out of touch. They're just downright insane with the shit they do. It makes no sense whatsoever what they do and what they say. And the thing is, is I, I get these perfect ideas when I put these up here. I need to work on writing bigger stuff. But here is Drug Ford supporting Turd Idiot. All right, here he is again. Let's see what he's got. Premier, yourself and your government, you've repeatedly chastised the federal government when it comes to border measures. So would it be safe to assume that you then support the federal government's uh, mandate on truckers, similar to the United States, that they must be vaccinated to cross the border? So a, a clear answer to Ontarians may be, may be beneficial. Oh, I, I think I've uh, made my statement uh, pretty clear right across the board. I, I believe in getting vaccinated. You know, I've, I've, I've been on the trucker side, I've always supported truckers from day one, but I support vaccinations. It's very simple. Premier, yourself and your government, right. you've repeatedly chastised the federal government when it comes to border measures. Okay, now, he chastised the government. You know, in other words, he told them that they were being bad for their border measures, Okay. And then, in the next words, this reporter twists that. Listen to this. So would it be safe to assume that you then support the federal government's uh, mandate on truckers, similar to the United States, that they must be vaccinated to cross the border? Okay, that's a fucking contradiction there. I don't know if anyone else caught that. It's like, you've chastised them for their, for their border, border mandates, now you're going to support them because they've got border mandates. It's like, what the fuck? And of course, he went on there saying, oh, well, I support the truck or the truck drivers. And, oh, I support vaccines. Well, there's many, many people out there that support vaccines. It's like, <clears throat> I don't believe in these fucking stupid vaccines, but I support everyone's right to go get this vaccine if they want it. Feel free. Fucking jab this shit, this this untested crap into your body. Jab it into your body. Live your life if you get to live your life because there's been an awful lot of people dying from this vaccine or being permanently maimed or coming down with heart conditions. I know someone. I, I'm not overly talkative to other people sometimes and I don't want to piss people off. It's like this person I know is triple jabbed. 
and a couple of weeks ago I was chatting with him and he's like having troubles with my heart man I don't understand what's going on I've always been healthy and I've got to go in and get myself tested I haven't talked to him recently to see if he's been tested what they found out but he was having troubles and I almost I just wanted to say um do you think the vaccine might have been a problem but I don't want to because you know I like the guy I get along great with him you know it's the one area I, I try to avoid certain political areas when there's people that I get along great with and I don't know whether they're going to have a discussion with me that is okay I here's my viewpoint there's your viewpoint let's agree to disagree and we can still have a discussion about it. I don't know if he's like that yet you know I haven't known the guy but maybe about six months but just the fact that he never had any problems and he's only been vaccinated now for like four months and it was about a month ago maybe a month and a half ago after he'd gotten his third shot that this problem started to occur it's like um, he and and that was when I find that was when I started hearing about all the people dying dropping dead from heart problems you know or suddenly we have a massive increase in the number of heart conditions of people going to the hospital and their doctors for heart conditions it's like do you think there's a a connection here maybe you know you know what do they call it it's, it's a um, um, not causation um, coincidence um, data I can't even remember the term for it now causation doesn't equal something doesn't equal causation a coincidence doesn't equal causation or something like that but yeah you're right there but the thing is though is that when there's an overwhelming evidence of it yes it does start to do that even when I did stats when I was doing my psych degree I had to do stats and uh, you would have an overwhelming amount of things that look like it could be causation and it turned out it actually was if you had an overwhelming amount because there is no such thing as coincidence in, in the world coincidences they don't happen uh, well okay maybe once in a hundred blue moons or so at any rate let's go on and talk and see that one here I didn't really watch this one but we've got Australia you guys really 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 suck Australia okay let's stop this for a second now this is a long video so we'll probably stop it I haven't watched this so we're gonna watch this one with you live and comment on it as it goes this is Western Australia which has been doing some really insane shit and they've started by banning unvaccinated parents from visiting their own sick children in a hospital and the mainstream media is cheering them on this is just sick and disgusting and horrible West Australian parents who are unvaccinated will be banned from seeing their own sick children in the state's hospitals under the new strict laws drawn up by Premier Mark McGowan. The tough new rules will come into play. These are strict laws. They're writing laws in Australia. Not just mandates. They're writing laws. Fucking, I, I heard there was a convoy started in Australia. Let's hope it fucking grows like the one in, in Canada and actually turns around the Australian government.
from January 31. Only those with exemptions from the vaccine or under compassionate grounds, including end-of-life visits, will be allowed to step inside the hospitals, which includes visiting... So the only time they'll be able to go in the hospital if their kid breaks their arm or gets really sick. They, they can't go in and see their kid, but if their kid's dying, okay, we'll let you go in and see your kid to die because we're compassionate that way. We want you to see your kid die, but we don't want you to help your kid get healthy. Oh my God, this is fucking scary and sad. This would encourage parents to not take their kids into the hospital or doctor for anything, anything whatsoever their own kids what we have known for some time is that from january 31 the measures will be ramped up even more we also know that the one thing the premiers and the prime minister for that matter have been united on is the need to get vaccinated so it becomes the ultimate test doesn't it if you're unvaccinated and you're going to what's deemed a high risk area i.e a hospital or an aged care facility the ability to go and see your loved one if you're unvaccinated may well be taken away from what do you mean may well? Didn't you just say it would be taken away? <coughs> like This is just insane. Australia, I have no respect for you anymore. You have become the shithole of the planet. And could that be the trigger to make you change your mind? And I guess that's the force at play here. That's it. We're, we want you, we're going to force you to fucking, you're, we're not forcing you to do this. You're choosing to do it. But you can't work, can't see kids in the hospital, can't do this, can't do that, can't do this, can't do that. But we're not forcing you to have the vaccine. You can continue to live your life well in your house and not even your backyard. you got to stay in your house like a good little slave. But we're not forcing you. There's no coercion here. It's not coercion at all, in the least. It's a tough decision, isn't it? What would a parent do? Confronted by that, would it make you change your philosophy? Maybe it would, and maybe that's what the government are banking on. Yeah, and do you have to have, um, Susie, do you have to have a booster to make you fully vaccinated in this case? I think at this point they're just wanting people to get the double dose and they'll deal with boosters a bit further down the track. But you know, I'm all for this. I mean, this is not a... The fuck? You, you know, look at the eyeballs there, folks. See the psycho look? All the whites all the way around the eyes. You can see them all. They're, they're all, all these people behind it are just fucking, they got the psycho eyes. Every one of them, they got the psycho eyes. About the rights of parents. This is about the rights of the sick kids. Bullshit. It's the rights of the parents. And the rights of the elderly to stay as safe as possible at a time where we know we're dealing with a very virulent strain of the disease. A very virulent stain, strain, but not one that makes you very sick. Oh, wait a minute. No, that doesn't work. Oh, oh it just is virulent, man. It's very, very virulent. Also, the fact that this virulent, virulent strain came into Australia with vaccinated people because only vaccinated people were allowed into Australia. 
And if you are unvaccinated without a good reason, without a, a valid exemption, then you are going to find your movements curtailed. We went through this in Victoria months ago where even 12-year-olds couldn't attend their own primary school graduations until the rules were, um, were relaxed. So mm. I think this is what the government needs to do at this point to really shock and challenge people into, as Basil's saying, change their philosophy, change their action and get vaccinated. Yeah. Force them to change their philosophy. Force them to change their action. Get vaccinated because this vaccination is going to I mean, save your life. Yeah, other states have had various um, forms of this, and people have had time, you know. Yeah. I mean, really. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking Australia. Oh, yes, they've got the new magic uh, uh, virus out there, the subvariant BA2, the one that's stealth mode, the stealth mode version. All right. All right, let's, let's hear this. This ought to be interesting. All right. variant of the Omicron COVID-19 variant is even more trans transmissible than the original Omicron strain. The subvariant, just stay with me for a bit, the subvariant is called BA2. Two, and it's quickly taken over in Denmark. And according to scientists there, it's more likely to infect vaccinated people. Oh, wait a minute, wait a minute. What, what, what the fuck? Oh, it's more likely to infect vaccinated people than it is unvaccinated people? So what you're saying is your vaccine doesn't work. It's not a vaccine, folks. It really isn't. It's not a vaccine at all. Never has been a vaccine, never will be a vaccine. It's always been something about control. All it is is control, 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 control. That's all they want is control. <clears throat> all right, let's see what else I've got here. We do have a teeny bit of backpedaling from the Canadian government going on. This one's kind of nice. A little bit of promise here. A couple of the provinces are getting ready to drop their um, drop their shit. Come on, load, load, load. Load, load, load. What else have I got here while that's loading? <clears throat> ah, I had a really good one here. Where was that? Another one here that I got to bring up. What the fuck was that? Oh, okay. Those are up next. All right, here you go. Quebec still has mandates. Only Saskatchewan, a conservative government, has talked about removing proof of vaccine isolation requirements. And BC, who is hinting towards it. Yeah, I don't know. BC has been, it's been really weird here in this province. You know, they backed off, then they slammed down, then they back off, then they slammed down again, then they back off. I don't know. Alberta's done the most interesting fucking 180. And they did a 180 when a guy won his court case. They removed every fucking thing because probably they thought they were going to get their asses sued to shit. And then they found the loopholes in the shit, and then they slammed it back down within two weeks. Just insanity. So, at any rate, this one here, Quebec is 
going to have their mandates because Quebec is run by the frogs. Fucking frogs in Quebec, they love their control, man. They're, they're, they come from the stock of uh, Marie Antoinette and the uh, French Revolution. You know, they come from that. So, you know, got to have their communist control. Always has been. God, Quebec is the weirdest province I've ever been to. <clears throat> not allowed to you're not allowed to have English signs in, in Quebec. And English is not spoken as a general rule anywhere in Quebec. Which is all well and good. They're a fucking province. They can do what they want. So check out this link. Check out the article to it. You might find it entertaining, interesting. <clears throat> It is some Canadian backpedaling, though. All right, so we got some serious bullshit going on here. This here is local to the area I'm in. And I can't remember what it was. I just labeled it some serious bullshit. So let's see what the hell it is. Oh, it's for our fucking city here in Victoria. City of Victoria has decided to jump on the reconciliation plan and give free money to give the taxpayers money give the taxpayers money to Indian bands because feelings, you know. Yes, they got screwed over. Yes, all the First Nations, Indians, whatever you want to call them, or Aborigines, original peoples, pick a fucking name. Call me whatever you want. I've got I've got I've got Indian blood in my heritage so I can just call them Indians. At any rate, they feel like what we need to do to help reconcile this is give them free money because we screwed them 150 years ago. Yes, yes, yes the British did. Screwed them really good. Lied to them, cheated them, got them drunk, had them sign contracts that they didn't fucking honor. You know, Oh yeah, they got screwed. I have no doubt about that. They got screwed. As I told many of the Indian friends of mine I had when I was going to college though, you want to get back? You can't play the way you've been playing for a hundred years. You just can't do it. What you have to do is you have to get some fucking pride again, which you go to any fucking reservation and you see they have no goddamn pride. There's a few. There's a reservation here or there that has pride. But for the most part, they got no pride. They don't take care of their yards. They've got garbage and trash everywhere. Their houses are fucking shitholes. The roads suck. It looks like a third world slum is what it looks like on most reservations. And it's still to this day, 20 years later from when I had all the friends. It's like, you know, I'm not berating them by any stretch. I'm just telling them, you want to start? Get fucking pride. You need some pride. Some belief in who you are. Reconnect with your roots. And I told them what else you need to do is you're not going to beat them with Indian rules, Indian laws, Indian native feelings or connecting with the great spirit and all that. You need to have that. You need to have that in your soul so you can stay who you are. But what you have to do is you have to learn the white man's rules train in the white man's rules and then take the white man's rules and beat them to shit with their own fucking rules. You want to beat governments? You want to 
beat um, organizations, you want to beat bureaucracies, you ask for their own fucking rule book. You ask for their rule book. Because their rule books are written in such insane ways that they don't even understand them. And what you do is you go through their rule books and you spend hours. And I've done this. I've done this to beat some of this shit. I get their rule book and I sit down and I read until I fall asleep. And then I read again until I fall asleep. And then I reread it and reread it. You fall asleep a lot because it's fucking tedious shit to get through. It really is. <clears throat> it's like the laws. The laws of our land. And this goes not just for Canadians, but for Americans too. It's the laws. The laws are written in such insane ways. But there's loopholes. There's loopholes upon loopholes upon loopholes. And these loopholes are written by the people who write the laws so that the people who write the laws write the loopholes so that they can use the loopholes to make themselves rich, wealthy, or avoid paying the shit that everyone else has to pay because nobody else knows about the loopholes but them. It's a scam. It's basically a scam. And it's always done to benefit the people who write the rules, which are the people in charge. So what I said is you got to get some lawyers <clears throat> and you got to train them on these laws and use their own laws to beat the shit out of them and make them understand what it is. Well, they started doing that. And in the last five or ten years, there have been a fair number of cases for First Nations that have started to win. Sometimes I'm crunchy about it. I'm saying, no, no, no. They, they did what they were supposed to do. They played fair, man. They went up against the courts, challenges, got wins. You know, sometimes it, it impedes upon the shit that I was used to doing because, you know, some of those loopholes benefited me, but that's the way it goes. You know, you lose your loopholes. You, it sucks. But they're starting to benefit. Now, I've seen a couple of improvements in some reservations. Not much, but I've seen some improvements in a few reservations where it's like, hmm, maybe they're actually smartening up and doing something. It would be good if they did. You know, a lot of the Indians in the States have done an amazing thing. What they've done is they've created casinos. And what they're doing is they're collecting all the money from the idiot white men that go gamble at the casinos and they're paying it back to their people and they're using it to buy all the land around their reservations and expand their reservations. It's like if you've watched Yellowstone, Yellowstone is a beautiful example of it. They've got a chief in there and he's like, well, you know what? We might not be able to demand this land back, but we can buy our fucking land back with your money that we get in this casino. They built a casino, they're collecting the fucking money, and they're using that money to buy the land around their reservations. And it's like, yeah, that's exactly what they should be doing. They want their land back, they can't, they can't steal it back. It's hard to steal it back now. Modern society, it's hard to steal the land. But what they can do is build something that is a vice for a vast majority of white assholes who go there and lose their money because anyone who goes to a casino that thinks they're ever going to win big are fucking stupid. I've gone to a casino a few times. Casinos are entertainment like the movies, rock concerts, sporting games, whatever. You go there with X amount of money, say, mm, 
I've got 150, 200 bucks. This is my entertainment budget for a weekend or whatever. Go to the casino, you spend it on the games. If you get lucky, you walk away with more. But 90% of the time, you're not going to get lucky and you're going to walk away without that money. But you have to be prepared to walk away losing just that amount of money and not spending a dime more. Well, most people can't do that. They get on a winning streak and they think, oh, I'm going to win big. And then they start losing and they keep losing and they go, oh, I need to spend more money so I can win it all back again. And they just keep losing because you gambling is weird, as I've noticed in my life. If you gamble in a casino and we're not talking gambling in other ways like gambling in business and stuff those are those are <clears throat> are weighed odds you know but casino gambling you're always going to lose if you go long enough the house always wins the longer you play the more the house wins it's guaranteed that's why casinos are like printing presses at any rate they collect all the money they buy all the land around them and they expand. They could buy all the land bit by bit with one fucking casino. <laughs> and then rent it back. Hell. One of the biggest things they need to do is they need to get off the fucking dole. That's one of the biggest things that they're afraid to do. They're afraid to get off the government dole. Because the moment they the moment they get off the government dole, they're probably subject to taxes and other things, but thing is, is being on the government dole they, they're still a modicum of control by the government over their lives and that's something they're never ever going to do I don't think they're ever going to do that but that's what's going to happen have to happen at any rate now what's happening though is they've got all these feel-good left tardies who are passing money to the First Nations and the article here takes us into describing, oh, well, they we're going to give them a 15% that was ongoing and increasing each and every year, and they decided not to do that, but supposedly a new council will be able to cancel this. Yeah, a new council's never going to cancel it, because a new council won't have the balls to cancel it, unless we actually get a council. I, I don't live in Victoria, but I live close to Victoria, so fortunately, unfortunately, I don't get to vote for the fucking council there. Wish the hell I did. Not that my vote would matter all that much, but it's something. So anyway, that's personal. my personal viewpoint. That is some serious fucking bullshit there. All right. Let's get on here. Too bad I don't have an audience here, someone I could have fucking chat with and uh, pick some things out of the chat to talk about. People, you need to show up for the show. It's 7 o'clock on Tuesdays. For those that bother to listen to it later or download it from the podcast, hey, come see the live show on Odyssey every Tuesday at 7 p.m. Pacific Time, which puts it at um, 9 p.m. Central, 11 p.m. No, 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 uh, 7 p.m. Pacific is 8 p.m. Mountain, 9 p.m. Central, and 10 p.m. Eastern time. So it's not too late for most people. Most people catch the first hour or so anyway. All right. We've got one here. Our luscious. Oh, did I hear that? The Truildo. True dildo. Our, our a luscious true dildo idiot. True idiot. Well, let's go with true idiot. I like true idiot. Fuck Trudeau. Fuck, 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 Trudeau. Fuck, 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 Trudeau. 
All right. <clears throat> Here is a moment when he was actually telling the truth about the media. Let's get this one. Let's get this one out there. You sometimes hear about liberal bias in the media these days, how they're constantly letting off our government, letting our government off the hook for no good reason. Frankly, I think that's insulting. It's clear that they let us off the hook for a very good reason, because we paid them $600 million. You don't get stellar headlines like these without greasing the wheels a bit. He actually, sometimes hear he actually told the fucking truth, which is true. He paid the CBC, CTV, <clears throat> I can't remember all of our news organizations in Canada, our mainstream media news organization in Canada, he paid them $600 million to get these, the headlines he gets and the shoe treatment that he gets. Well, I've got that one preserved for posterity now. Just downright fucking insane. Downright fucking insane. Let's see what else I've got here. No, we won't go into that. Oh, here's one that's not been covered. Should have been covered a few times. New Zealand is controlling people's lives. Don't hear much about New Zealand on the COVID lately. But it doesn't really matter. This is a bit of an older article. <clears throat> it's a few weeks old to a couple of months. Uh, December. So it's not quite. It's just over a month and a half old now. Maybe two months. Just almost two months old now. But New Zealand plans to gradually ban cigarettes forever. Have you ever seen that movie, The Sixth Day? It started, um, started, it was back when, uh, what's his name, he used to actually be a halfway decent actor, um, Arnold Schwarzenegger, he used to be a halfway decent actor, and, uh, it was a movie, and they, they showed in the movie all the auto drive cars, it was, I think it was set in the time frame of about now, somewhere in the 2020s to the 2030s, somewhere in that time zone, I believe it was set, had auto drive cars, you had clone pets. It wasn't too far off from our current future. It wasn't too far off from that. Clone pets, you know, and, you know, and, and so they had clone people which were kept in the background as secret. But one of the things that was a big thing in it was that tobacco was completely illegal everywhere. So if you were smoking tobacco, you were smoking, um, you were, you were, you were, dealing with um, not, uh, illegal drugs is basically what it boiled down to. And he had a cigar. He had a cigar that he would puff a few puffs on in his garage hiding from his wife and whatnot. So anyway. Oh! New Zealand is going to leave vaping alone under the strict anti-tobacco rules. New Zealand is planning to outlaw smoking with a ban on tobacco. Under new legislation, lawmakers in New Zealand are planning on raising the age from 18 for buying tobacco with a progressive system that goes up with the passage of time. They were proposed in April, or proposed for April of this year, and 
have been finalized after public consultation. So the public is behind this because they've been so fucking brainwashed. God, the world's been so brainwashed. I can't understand what the fuck's happened to the world. Social media? I don't know. We'll, we'll go cover some of the strange shit on my on my Twitter feed because that's, that's where I see some of the strangest fucking shit going on. Just downright insanity of the people who get behind shit. It's like I can't even understand or comprehend these folks. They want to make sure young people never start smoking. So we'll make it an offense to sell or supply smoked tobacco products to new cohorts of youth. Isn't cohorts like a group? So they're going to make it illegal to sell to new groups of youth. Oh, okay. People aged 14, when the law comes into effect, will never be able to legally purchase tobacco. Oh, okay. Uh, I'm pretty much sure that exists already, but what the hell? At least it does here in Canada. You can't buy tobacco unless you're 18. She made her comments before she announced plans to put the bill before New Zealand Parliament in 2022 and imposed in 2023. So they're working to make this a law. Okay. The government announced the rising age along with other measures to make smoking unaffordable and inaccessible. Fuck, it's already unaffordable. Um, especially here in Canada. It's like 16 bucks for a pack of cigarettes. Anyone who's still buying cigarettes is fucking insane. So glad I quit smoking. It's because of the cost. I'm growing my own tobacco now, so I'll be able to smoke tobacco again. I still vape. I get my vapes. My vapes are vaping is pretty affordable. It's about it costs about as much as it used to cost me to smoke when cigarettes were four bucks a pack. So I can still handle that. Although <coughs> working hard to kill that. Include reducing the legal amount of nicotine in tobacco products sold to very low levels. That's going to be entertaining is how they cut down the nicotine in the cigarettes. Cutting down the shops that, where they can be sold, including, including increasing funding to addiction services. The new laws will not restrict vape sales, though. And that's interesting. The policies are welcomed by public health experts. Oh, well, that's nice. At least they care about smoking while well, they don't care about this fucking jab. They suggest that 13.4% of their adult population are smokers. 13% of the population. This is the same shit of going after their 10% that are supposedly unvaccinated. More, probably more like 20. All right. It's down from 18% in 2012, though. It's the leading cause. It's still the leading cause of preventable death in New Zealand and causes one in four cancers. Yeah, somehow I find that to be bullshit. I don't know. While the country's white population does not make up a substantial number of smokers, around 30% of the Maori women smoke, and the rate is 25% for the Maori men. Well, these are the Indians, or the First Nation, or the Aborigines. I believe they're called Aborigines in Australia. Oh, well, just let them smoke themselves to death. What the hell? Save time. Spite banned cigarettes not have an impact on vaping, which is extremely popular among the youth. Okay, so they can't smoke cigarettes, but let's get them addicted to nicotine through vaping. All right. Found that 20% of students vape every day. 57% of vape users claim it has an adverse effect on their health. Yeah, okay. Well, maybe. I don't know. Vaping saved my life. It allowed me to get off my ass and 
run and do all kinds of things. With vaping, I can still run. Fuck, I ran a marathon while vaping. I think I even stopped partway through the marathon and took a vape hit because I wanted some nicotine. <laughs> all right, <laughs> that's that one there. New Zealand, control your life. Let's control their lives. Fuck them all. We want to control everybody's lives, tell you when you can sleep, where you can sleep, what you can do, who you can fuck. We're going to fucking control everything about you. You're not going to be able to take a shit without our permission. Oh, you take a shit at 10 a.m. every day? Nope, no more. You must take your shit at 8 a.m. every day. If you don't take your shit at 8 a.m., you can't shit that day. I swear to God, that's what they're trying to do. It's fucking insane. Downright fucking insane. All right. Let's see here. I don't have much time left. I've been, been rambling for a little bit. Let's go wander into my Twitter feed and see if I can find some entertaining shit that's come through in the last hour or so. Let's get some recent tweets. Come on. Load, you silly fucking thing. All right. Well, fine. Fuck you. There you go. Oh. Let's see what we got here. Let's see here. Ottawa Mayor Jim Watson says police forces across Ontario and Quebec are in the city to bolster their services as they wants to tap into the truckers for freedom. Oh yeah, this is a this is an interesting this is an interesting piece of shit that's going on here. Very interesting piece of shit that's going on. Downright fucking stupid. Downright fucking stupid. They're trying to steal. They're trying to steal the nine million dollars that the truckers have collected. <clears throat> it looks like truckers are continuing to their protest. They're on their fifth day of protesting. Good on you, truckers, man. Keep fucking going. You've got to keep it going. So, so I mean, then let me ask you, because you're, you're part of the briefings, you're in on the conversations, obviously. How, how do you see this coming to an end, and do you have any sense of when? Well, it's going to come to an end. Obviously, this is not going to be allowed to go on forever. Um, oh, I like that. It's not going to be allowed to go on. We're going to stop it. Like you stopped all the other protests that you cared for, it was like they had protests that oh BLM fucking riot for weeks you know no they're good they're good let's let them burn loot and murder and destroy shit oh they're good no problem there um, let's see oh the blockades on the uh, train track no no they're they're good no no let them be oh these truckers oh they want their lives back they want us not to control them oh fuck no we can't have that no we're not gonna allow that in terms of when that will take place uh, that again is a operational decision that will be made by the chief based on the intelligence that they've received. We've got a lot of police presence, as you know, police forces from across Ontario and Quebec are here to bolster our, our police services. And we've been... Oh, well, let's bring in the police forces from Ontario and Quebec. Fucking frogs. We need the frogs, man. But the Quebec ones have proved how much they care about people. We definitely want the Quebec ones in there, man, because those boys there know how to rough everyone up and fuck with them. I don't have the news media on that, but that was interesting to watch, man. Especially, you know, dead of winter when Quebec locked its province down and gave everyone a fucking curfew and the cops were out in force to ticket people and arrest them. Oh, yeah, fucking go for it, dude. You're such a dick. 
very uh, patient, quite frankly, with this group. And the organizers have um, been uh, completely irresponsible in terms of any leadership or ownership. What? 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 The organizers have been irresponsible in leadership and resp You fucking dickface, man. They have been highly responsible. Let's hear what he has to say. It was some of the outrageous activity and behavior of their members. Oh, yeah, the outrageous activity of the members, such as cleaning up after themselves, you know, cleaning up and polishing the fucking Terry Fox statue, um, guarding the unknown unknown tomb, you know, dealing with the fucking morons that were carrying around. This one annoys me, carrying around the Confederate and the swastika flags, you know. It's like, let them carry the flags, they're dicks, you know. I still believe the South will rise again, and there's nothing wrong with the Confederate flag because it's a battle flag, but what the hell. All right. <laughs> they should be the ones uh, telling their members, go back home, get back uh, to business. Oh, oh, go back home. You come over, you said a few things. We, the government, have ignored you. We're not going to lift the mandates. Now go away. Go away, peons. You, you've, you've had your say. We've let you have your say. We need you to go away now so that we can continue to control your lives and keep mandates in force and not let businesses open. And if we do let them open, the only people that are allowed to show up are those that are triple vaxxed and anyone else is evil and horrible. And no, fucking God, it's unbelievable, these fucktards. Deal with your own local MPs and allow these neighborhoods to uh, reopen. How much? Fuck that. You are the capital of Canada. Suck it up, buttercup, and live with the fucking decision of being the capital of Canada and knowing that they're not trying to reach. They're trying to reach their local MPs. They're reaching them in the capital where those motherfuckers are supposed to be right now doing their goddamn job. How much is all of this costing the city of Ottawa? Well, it's $800,000 a day for police costs alone, and then probably a couple hundred thousand dollars in overtime costs for uh, public works, bylaw, paramedics, and so on. So it's very expensive, and our taxpayers shouldn't be paying for this nonsense. Fuck that. Your taxpayers should be paying for it because your taxpayers are the biggest sucks on the fucking... Actually, no, you're the second biggest sucks because Quebec sucks more money from the fucking federal government than anybody. You guys suck the second largest amount which is money that comes from us out here on the West Coast. Mostly Alberta. Alberta pays the most amount of money than the fucking federal government. We've asked our city solicitor to see what could be done with the GoFundMe. This is the shitty part. Ask the city solicitor to look, hey, can we steal that GoFundMe money? Yes, let's steal that GoFundMe money. Fund that they've raised over $8 million, whether that could be tapped into to pay for some of these extraordinary expenses caused by these truckers. Okay, is it also your intention to uh, to ask the federal government to assume all or part of these costs? Yeah, we have a good relationship with the federal government and I spoke with the Prime Minister yesterday and he's assured us that the federal government is, is here with us in the long term. They... Yeah, well, you must be one of uh, Trudidiot's butt buddies. Oh dear God. Fucking downright insanity. They recognize this is a burden on our taxpayers, so we appreciate his uh, positive uh, perspective. Oh, yes, we, so, lo so we love the positive perspective. Oh, fuck.
here we go. Let's see here. Let's let's read a couple of comments from this because this should be entertaining because there's going to be a lot of people that are supporting it and a lot of people that aren't supporting it. And I get a kick out of the ones that are supporting it because I just fucking find them insane. Insane. <clears throat> let's see what we got. Oh, we got an unacceptable Mrs. Social Analyst. Hmm. She looks interesting. Let's follow her. She's not very pretty. She's hit the wall at fucking mock speed, but what the hell. It's an attempt to send the threat and appear to look like a tough guy. Pay him no mind. He has no legal right to any money raised by a group running by the protest. Talk about it like he can just tap into, like it's a gross overreach of what powers he actually has. All right, Mayor Watson, how many times have city governments built various NGOs, advocacy groups, random demonstrators for funds to cover policing, cleanup, and other costs associated with demonstrating? Demonstrating is a Canadian right and doesn't have to pay any costs. Well, I like that. That's a good response. At any point, I think they're just jealous they couldn't raise nearly as much money for their own costs. <laughs> yeah, you got to admit, man. Almost $10 million, man. They've almost raised $10 million. I should look that one up on GoFundMe. Let's see here. Canadian Truckers GoFundMe. Let's see what we got here. I want to see what that is. Stop the mandates. GoFundMe. All right. Nope, that's not it. All right. GoFundMe for Canadian truckers. GoFundMe. Freedom Convoy 2022. Oh, there it is. Let's go take a look. Let's take a look at this, man. This is live. This is as it is right now. They have ra oh shit. They're like they're like seventy thousand dollars from ten million. Holy crap. Oh, somebody gave a thirty thousand dollar donation. Good on them. <coughs> Updates. From the 29th. They haven't done any updates since the 29th. It's just insane. That's fucking downright insane. It's got to be one of the biggest GoFundMe's ever. Still rolling. Hasn't been frozen. 122,000.5. thousand donations. 122,000 donations. That's 122,000 people across the globe. I imagine it's mostly Canadians. That's pretty cool. That is pretty, pretty cool. I like that. All right. All right. Well, let's see what else we've got in my Twitter feed to make this more entertaining here. Yeah, they need to revoke all emergency powers. Well, let's what the hell? Let's 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 bring this let's bring this right over here. Let's just let's just go straight to my Twitter feed and roll it right live for everyone, because this will be entertaining. All right, this is the most recent shit in my Twitter feed. Inmates at the federal institutions do not have to be vaccinated because get this. <laughs> oh dear God! Oh dear God! Oh, that's just fucking funny. That is downright fucking hilarious. I, unbelievable fucking bullshit. 
insanity at its finest. <laughs> uh, forget the Royals. Tonight, talk about a new children's book. Who are your people? Oh, fuck me. What kind of bullshit's that? Bakari Sellers, America's unfulfilled, broken promises, blah, 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 mandated three third shots, fourth shot 84 days later, more additional shots already purchased for every citizen, science was figured out, oh, here we go, let's go pop into this one, let's see this, oh, we got it, we got something here, all right, let's hear what True Didiot has the to say. nearly 90% of truckers across the country who've gotten vaccinated who continue working hard to keep us fed and keep our economy moving thank you truckers have tough jobs long hours on the road days away from their families real challenges particularly over the past two years as they've continued to step up to put food on our shelves and on our tables to support us with life-saving medication and supplies. We have relied on you, and you can rely on us to continue to stand with you and allow you to do your jobs safely. Yeah, somehow I doubt that, true idiot. Exactly that, right? Exactly that. And we thank you deeply for everything you've done. Sure you do. Everything you display this weekend does not represent you. Oh, they absolutely do represent you, though. They represent all Canadians. Across the board. Across the board, all Canadians. Yo, it's fucking downright insane here. It's fucking downright insane what's going on. Alright, well that's problem solved already. Oh, I missed it. Okay, let's see what we got. And then of course, we got here the mandated of third shots. A fourth shot 84 days later. More additional shots already purchased for every citizen until 2024. <laughs> the science was figured out by Trudeau before there was data. Take it for others. Whoops, it doesn't stop transmission. Why is the Prime Minister mandating vaccine? See, this is a good question. You know, back at the very beginning of this fucking scamdemic, Trudeau had already purchased. It was like, as soon as the vaccines came out, there was an article that he'd purchased vaccines to 2024 for the entire Canadian population at a rate of, you know, Canadian population is about 32 million, 35 million people. He'd purchased 35 million a year for every Canadian for four years. And then some, you know, that's why they're pushing third, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh vaccine. Got to get this shit used up, man. We bought it. We bought it. Got to use it. You know, it's like buying, it's like buying too much lettuce and, and forcing yourself to eat salad for five days in a row. You know, it's like, you, you just can't do it. It's fucking, just downright fucking insanity. Let's see what else we got here in our Twitter feed. Since we're just randomly wandering through shit right now. My Twitter feed is rather quite entertaining sometimes. Ah, that was not very much interesting. All right, let's see what we got here. 
<sighs> Ignore the ads. We need some nicotine. Vaping! Gotta vape that nicotine. Yay, nicotine. Where the fuck would we be without nicotine to fucking control our lives? We come in peace with our arms open. We love our community. We love our fellow Canadians. Many of our truckers served or come from military families. The media and our government should be embarrassed for smear fellow smearing fellow Canadians. Oh yeah, absolutely. Here you go. Here's the shit that the media doesn't show you. This is the shit that they don't show. fucking did they cleaned up the statue they cleaned up at the fucking war memorial and then paid tribute to it they cleaned graffiti off the walls they picked up their trash they fed people there's so much bullshit going on in the media the media is so fucking bass backwards in all this shit Oh, but there's hate. Wait, 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 wait. Let's go all the way to the end here. They had a really good one right there at the fucking end. There it is. All the love here, but the media is poured in towards the five people with the hate. But they missed an entire protest that happened over the weekend there in Ottawa too, which was a hate-filled protest calling for the killing of Jews. Oh, we'll just ignore that shit. That one doesn't work, man. That that doesn't work with our fucking narrative. They're not the bad guys. They're not part of the truckers' console or the truckers' convoy. There's so much bullshit. The media is so fucked up. The mainstream media. You want news? You gotta go check it out in the alternate the alternate spaces. Follow alternate people. Check out things like the No Agenda Show, all of that, and get some real fucking stuff that's going on. All right. I've been at this for two hours now. All by my lonesome. Nobody here. It's been fun, though. I got to rant, rave, ramble on about shit. Actually, you know what? I want to see... I want to see what we've got here. There's a couple things that happened in No Agenda Show this last week. I want to go get some, steal some of their clips. Let's see what we got here. They had some really good clips in the last show. Clips and documents. Let's see if they're... <coughs> All right. I don't know how to have name graphene. <coughs> Back in Russia. <coughs> Old Star Oil shut down in California. What's this? <coughs> I don't remember this one. Let's hear what we have to say here. 
play? How can we not play? I'm not playing. The I'm not playing. Why is it not playing? I want it to play. Politics of anti-vax. None of them are playing. Oh. That's fucking sad. Probably have to download them. Oh. City. Yeah, that's their fucking... Council. <laughs> City. Council. We got a fucking word here, a word there. Alright, let's see what we got here. Let's see if I can download this fucking thing. Oh, wait a sec. Let's see if it'll play here. It's not gonna. They're not gonna download them for me. Special. Yo, maybe I could download them. Let's see if I could download them faster. Let's see if I right-click, save link as. Let's see how long it takes to download it. Why in the fuck? Oh, that's why it does that. I forgot <coughs> how it works. Oh, something's still trying to play. Dead. Somewhere, shit is still trying to play. Alrighty then. Let's see here. Podcasts. Hey, on a Show clips. Magic. And... It denied. Actually, I do have a clip I want to play, too. I'm going to have to see how fast this comes. Alright, some, somewhere, somewhere, I've got something. Oh, that one. Somewhere, something is still trying to play. <laughs> Alright, let's get out of there. Let's go, let's go play this one here. Alright, I got one clip. What the fuck is happening here? Alright, let's play this one. See if it plays. Dun 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 dun. Yeah. Well, come on, play. It downloaded it. Why won't it play? Feel. Oh shit! Something's fucked up. Something is seriously fucked up, folks. All right. Something is seriously fucked up. All right. Well, so much for that. That was going to be a fun, fun thing, but it's still trying to play, and I've already closed it all. It can't make up its fucking mind. Oh, dear God. It's so fucked up. All right. Welcome to technology in 2022. I swear to God, computers were slower 10, 15 years ago. But they worked so much better. Everything was smoother. It was slower but smoother. 
Now they're supposedly faster, but shit just doesn't work like it used to. All right, so we've had all kinds of rambling here tonight. We've taken you on all kinds of beats. And we know that the government is fucked, and the government is going to screw you. They're going to bend you over there, nail you in your fourth point of contact, and, uh, well, that's all there is to it. I think it's time I shut this down for the night. And uh, let's get out of here. A little music to carry us out. Uh-oh. One more time. Huh, are we even still recording? Hmm, that's interesting. Oh, I stopped recording. God. Some time ago. Am I still live? Let's see if I'm still live. No, it says ending. Why does it say ending? I never switched to ending. The fuck? No. <laughs> fucking the whole my whole computer is fucking going full on nut tardy. <laughs> All right, my whole computer is going full on nut tardy. All right, and uh, I don't know where I fucking stopped recording at here. Hour and a half ago, oh, somewhere. <sighs> Fuck. I'll pick it up. And it would pick it up. No, it's not going to pick it up there anyway. I'd have to shut it down and restarted it. All right. Well, that's the end of the show. We're just going to close with that. All right, folks. Podcast will commence next week, and maybe I will reboot my computer so that it actually functions the way it's supposed to function by then. We shall see. Let's have a little bit of music. All right, let's try here. Oh, something has fucked and gone full on nut tardy on my fucking system. Nothing's working. Absolutely nothing's working except for my fucking stream. <clears throat> dum, 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 dum. I should know better than to fucking do a show without rebooting my computer. We need volume on that. Come on. Ah, oh, lordy. I don't know what the fuck to do here. Yeah, just fucking close it, you stupid bastard. Alright. Let's restart shit. see what fucking works. Alright, we need a little bit of music to close us out, just because I like to have my music to close us out. Load, 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 load. Boom. Alright. Are we going to play anything? <laughs> Are you still live? I have no fucking clue if I'm still live. Alright, let's fucking shut some shit down over here and see what we can fucking regain some modicum of control.
piece of shit. Alright, let's try it again. Come on, play, you silly bastard. Play. Oh, well. I have no idea if you're still alive. Stupid thing. Let's see what's choking everything up. We got a lot of stuff happening here. Mm. These are the days there of thunder. We're gonna make time stand still. piece of shit. Alright. Time for me to go. Take care now. Bye-bye. Still a piece of shit.
I hit the button. I swear to God, I hit the button. One more time, hit the button. There it is. It's thinking. It's thinking. Thinking. Still thinking. Dun, 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 dun. It's the one good. Adios, mofos. That's all I got for you now. Take care. Bye bye.